Hi, I'm Pete George. We are on Game Changers with Vicki Abelson, and here's Vicki. Yeah. Yay! Hey, not that I'm a guest, but but I had to turn on the, the thing, Pete. The thing. The thing. Happy New Year, Pete. Happy New Year. All right. So so tell everybody what we just did, Pete. Uh, we for the first time in my life, I just had <laughs> Jewish soul food. Uh, it was amazing. It wasn't Jewish. Collard greens and locks. It was amazing. Yeah, come on, tell the truth. Yeah, it was. It was actually. Um, it was. All right, talk about the experience. So you walked in and had the house smell. Tell the there truth. There was this smell that was pretty amazing. Yeah. And um, she told me what it was in advance. Actually, I thought it was like Santa Fe food or Mexican food. The oh, way really? When I read the text, I wasn't really sure. What do you mean? I read. Never. It doesn't okay. matter. So okay. I read the text wrong. So I get okay. here and it smelled really amazing. And here we have collard greens and we had, um, um, what's it called again? Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas soup. Yes. And it was actually sensational. <laughs> um, my favorite was the cornbread that was store-bought. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. That's very, that's very nice. That's the last time you'll be tasting my cooking. It was incredible. She what was it? What? The, the... Everything. Uh, the, you're saying the cornbread was incredible? No, it wasn't. Actually, you know what? Like, everything else made the cornbread The delicious. cornbread was actually very mediocre because it was from Vons. That was yeah. the one thing I didn't make. Right. So when we dipped it, you know, when you dipped it oh. and you did the sponge, oh, it was amazing. So um, we're, so uh, look look how good that shot is. We're, That's a great we're, shot. we're pretty good. Awesome. Um, I'll leave this so you can see. So so um, let's say hi to everybody. Happy New Year, Carol. Happy New Year, Trish Ann. Hi. Happy New Year, Lori. Hi, Penny. I miss you so much. Hi, Mickey. Um, oh, we got some sound going on now. Um, I'm sharing. I'm doing it. <laughs> All right. Do the share thing. Here we go. So, you know, we're, we're in a moon void, so nobody's supposed to be watching right now. But you guys are with us. You're here. And uh, hi, Mickey. Did I say that already? Um, here we go. So, anyway, so this whole Black Eyed Peas thing, yeah. I, I'm a Jewish girl. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about, you didn't know about the tradition, right? I didn't, no. I, I mean, I've had soul food, but I... No, but you didn't know about the New Year's no. Day thing. Right, I did not know about okay, that. Okay, so I found out about that maybe three years ago, mm -hmm. um, or two years ago. Somebody told me that you're supposed to, on New Year's Day, mm -hmm. have Black Eyed Peas, so that those are represent coins. Okay. Then I just read this year that the collard greens are dollar bills, the oh, greenbacks, okay. right? Wow. And then the cornbread is gold, represents gold. So you're supposed to have all three things. I didn't know so that. a couple of years ago, I decided yeah. I wanted to try to make black eyed peas mm -hmm. because you know I needed some abundance. And by the way, by when I ask for abundance, I'm not talking about on my thighs. Only the cash kind. <laughs> abundance of love, joy, good health. Yeah. Not on my thighs. No. So. Um, an abundance, so, of, abundance of gas, probably. No, probably. yeah, but but I soaked them for 24 yeah. hours this time. Last time I forgot to soak the black eyed peas. Yeah. I made them, and like because I didn't soak them, they like absorbed all the liquid, so it ended up being like this mush by the yeah. time I served it, and over brown rice, and I had, it, it was horrible. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of hope, but I, I went online, and I, I was looking at a bunch of recipes. I wanted the one with the least amount of ingredients that looked the easiest, mm. right? So I soaked them for 24 hours, and it was shocking, and I butchered the recipe a lot. I did a lot of things that they didn't say. It was like really good. It was amazingly good. <laughs> it was so I was it was way beyond what I even thought it was going to be. It was. It was crazy. Yeah. It's it actually tasted as good as it yeah. smelled. Because you soaked the peas for 24 hours. Well, but it wasn't just that. It was so I ended up using the Cajun spice that came with the, in the packet of the black eyed peas. I, yeah. I added that to the soup recipe I already had. That really did a lot. Bacon. You can't go wrong with the bacon. Ever. 
And the collard greens, they were saying, you know, a lot of like uh, nouveau chefs want to cook collard greens quickly in a wok. Right. They said you'll choke because collard greens really have to be boiled for oh, two wow. hours, and they yeah. weren't mushy. They were. They still were firm. They were still. From the they soup. were still good. <laughs> collard greens, of course, also mm. had gate. Also, also, also had put Cajun, them in the car. Had Cajun in the car. <laughs> they had Cajun spice and uh, bacon, also. Yeah. And yeah. The only thing that didn't have bacon was the cornbread. But once Pete dipped it in the stuff, then it did. Right. It did. It then did. it did. But but it was really good. So you're looking at what are people saying? I'm so blurry. Are we blur- we are blurry. Are we blurry out there? We're blurry here. Oh look, we're getting love. We're getting love um, and laughs and woes and You know, speaking of black eyed peas, when I was a kid, I did really weird things as I do now. I found my mother's uh, large tapioca pearls in large. a box. In a box. They were like uncooked. And I would fill my cheeks with tapioca pearls and let them soften for two hours and then just, just chew them up. I know it's kinda of weird, isn't it? What? I don't know about tapioca pearls. Yeah. Not, I only know tapioca pudding. They're, that comes they're the large pearls that are white. Large. And they're... <laughs> I don't know about tapioca pearls. I don't have that pearls. much of an accent. Large. Yes, you large do. Large in the car. Yes, you do. Anyway. Hi, Ross. Hi, Ferdy. Hi. Oh, I don't know. Um, happy 2020. Um, your vision is clear. I'm glad to hear that, Carol, because it's it's blurry for us over I here. I'm doing a watch party, but I'm on the 2.5. It shouldn't matter. Yeah, I know. Mm, I Mickey, know. you moved to Florida. Is it warm and nice there? Because it, it's been very chilly here. Although it was beautiful. Was it beautiful today? I didn't go it out was, today. I was in Ventura, and it was mm. it was maybe 68, I think, 70. Yeah, it was it was, gorgeous, it, yeah. it was nice the last couple of days, yeah. but it's been freezing. You were away. Yeah. It's been really cold for us here. Yeah. Um, so before we finish up the whole black eyed peas thing, so mm-hmm. the um, the idea about um, doing something that's sort of a susp- uh, not a suspicion, what is that called? Like a a tradition, a tradition, yeah, right? To to invite abundance into yeah. my life. So now we are filled mm-hmm. with collard greens, cornbread, <sighs> and black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. So I just want you guys to watch yeah. the money. Come rolling in. Oh, I'm so the, full though. The, I know. For dessert, well, I'm gonna have a pillow. <laughs> well, that's good. A pillow. Okay. Hi, Christopher. Christopher Cilio. He's from the China Club in New York. You know, actually, I just reached over here to straighten out this mess, and instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to the people that support us. Yeah. Um, and who and who? As a matter of fact, let me show your yeah, show Rick, yours. Rick made these. So check these out. So Rick made these for me. This Rick's is Small uh, Geek, Rick Quick Small Impressions Geek. of yeah. Chicago. So They're this nice. is for guitar lessons. You can check out my Facebook and sign up online or in person. And also my stand-up coaching. Isn't this cool? Like he did the They're whole really thing. nice. They're really nice and sent me like a gazillion of them. So he, thank you, Rick, very much. So and Rick, your daughter. So. Um, yeah, Sarah. Sarah's great. She's yeah. a great designer. So Rick Smokey of Quick Impressions in Chicago, if you need anything printed, they're just the best people. They're so nice. They yeah. do great work. My bookmarks that you've seen a hundred times. My business cards, I'm about to get new ones because Sarah's just designing me a new one, mm. but with my book on it and and our famous tissue boxes. And I also um, want to give a shout out to Nicole Venables, my hairdresser. I'm very blonde. I don't know if I was this blonde the last time we came to you live. I like it. Do you like it? I do like it. What do you, you guys like the blonde? It's very blonde. <laughs> I walked in somewhere that I hadn't been in a few weeks and they went, whoa. But then, mm. um, but then somebody else said to me, um, oh, you look so young. So I'm going with the blonde. Yes, yeah, I'm going right. with the blonde. And Nicole's hairspray, fuck off, which we love. And her Ruby Begonia, her salon is called Ruby Begonia. Um, look at oh, and here's my new peepers for the new year. What do you think? 
Those are the, are the those new new. Peepers? Yeah, they're new new peepers. Yeah. They're they're a little different. They have they're a slightly different shape. Okay, I was something seemed a bit different. Yeah, I got it. That's they're good, it right? Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I think they're good. Yeah, um, they're not quite as round. I think they're a little more. Anyway, so Ruby Begonia, um, leave in love thy locks, and by locks we don't mean the kind with bagels, mm. and also um, this argon from Morocco mm. oil, which is very lovely. You can get all these things at oh god. What's the name of the place now? I forget. You can get them at the Ruby Begonia Salon is where you can get them in Studio City. But also Friends um, Beauty Supply in, uh, also has them. Yeah. And then um, our really good friend Anson Williams, who I adore, uh, Alert Drops, which is a lifesaver. Yeah. If you're tired, you know. I haven't when, tried those. When you have to come back from a gig, when you come back from a gig yeah. and it's really late at night and you're driving mm -hmm. and you feel tired, you give yourself a little spritz of this. Mm -hmm. give, give a little shot of that. Yeah. All it is is lemon rind. Not in your eyes, oh, in your okay. mouth, and your yeah, no, okay. and um, under and it wakes tongue? you up under your tongue. No, uh -uh. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't. I didn't feel anything. No, I saw it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh my God, it worked. Okay, yeah. let's go. <laughs> there you go. It works though. It saves lives. Anson saves lives. You gotta love that. Um, Trish Ann is watching us on the big screen TV tonight. Hi, Trish Ann. Did you get a TV for Christmas? Nice. Um, we've got Marcy with us, Mary Ellen Walsh. We've got Jane. Hi, Jane from Florida. Um, love the blonde. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, right Mary Ellen. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm sticking with the blonde. For, somebody else, <laughs> you know you have a good friend when I walked in all blonde and she said, oh, you're really blonde. And then we looked at a picture of us from a couple, you know, like mm. a few weeks ago and she goes, oh, I like it here where it's more honey. Uh, yeah. Now, what does that mean? Thanks. What am I supposed to do with that? Right. I don't look like that anymore. Yeah, you're not going to change it like tomorrow. I'm not. Right. Move on. Move on. Be nice. Yeah. My mom has the same. She does? At 86 years old. Does she look young? She does. I she looks very young. You know what happened? I was with what? my parents in Cleveland like for the holidays. This is dirty. This actually happened. My parents yeah. got into a little spat and I'm sitting there. She's 86. My dad's 84. How long have they been married, Pete? Oh my God. 60 years now? 60? 60 years, yeah. <laughs> and so my mother uh, said to my father, you never listen to me. And my dad's like, well, do you have your hearing aids in? She goes, yeah. But like the other day, you get up and you walk away and you go in the bathroom right in the middle of a conversation, but I know you're thinking about me because you got your penis in your hand. <laughs> she did not say that in front of you. Just like that. Just like that. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, check. Hello. Did she do that on purpose? My mother does it sort of on purpose. Like, she's funny <laughs> and she's sarcastic, but she also knows I'm going to use it in my show. Wow. Thank you, Mom and Dad. You're thinking about me because you have your penis in your hands. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, my mother would not in a million. And it's not, and my mother's like hip and everything. There's no way she would ever say anything oh, like yeah. that. That's crazy. Oh. Um, so Phil's with us. Hi, Phil Isaacson. Merry, uh, I was just going to say, Mer blah, blah, blah. hi, Debbie. Uh, I was going to say Merry Christmas, but we're up to Happy New Year now. We are happy, yes, Happy so New Year. So you were back east for three and a half weeks, long time. Weeks, long so time. tell us the highlights of your trip. So uh, highlights, I got to spend time with my kids and oh, with my so parents great. and friends. Um, I had, I think, uh, maybe 12 stand-up shows all over. I was nice. In, was in Erie for four shows. We had... Uh, 200 plus per show, nice. couple standing ovations, uh, really great, great people, a lot of fun. I had a corporate show in West Virginia, and uh, something happened there. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I heard about it. I got, <laughs> so, the, I got the scoop on that. 
Yeah, been a long time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and just a lot of shows. We're having a lot of rim shots tonight. I'm terrible at. It. I need my yeah. sticks. Oh, which by the way, uh, um, I think that um, I think that 2020 is the year of clear vision. Get it? So use all your contacts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's corny. Oh. Anyway, so it was a great time. I don't use any of those jokes in my show because I want Robert to get Wall had uh, our friend Robert Wall. You weren't with me when we yes, did. Yes, I was. You were. Yeah. When when we did Robert Wall, when we did Robert Wall. But anyway, hey. he had. His, I got a notification. Robert Wall tweeted for the first time in a long time. <laughs> go watch. Go look. So he tweeted that he had a picture of Barbara Wawa. Yeah. And it said, uh, and this is 2020. He said, "I've been waiting all my life to be able to do this oh job." Yeah. That's funny. So uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, everything was great. Christmas was great. My dad got a, a new accordion for Christmas. Which is, yeah. An electronic accordion with a thousand different accordion sounds from Bratislava to Mexico to whatever. And did your mother get that for him? She did, yeah. Well, he had a trade in two of his other real accordions because it was pretty expensive, I guess. Um, and I think uh, he got my mother hearing aids. <laughs> and bathroom okay. cleanser. <laughs> okay, so, so here's the thing about that. So yeah. many years ago, one of my, my college boyfriend, live-in boyfriend, my first live-in boyfriend, it was the holidays, and he got me a fondue pot. Fondue pot? A fondue uh, pot. That was my present. Wow. So that is not a very romantic present. It's not. It's not. And, <laughs> and just out of spite, you know, I, we had never even had fondue. Maybe we'd had one fondue. I don't know. Right. But I was so wounded by that. Really? That of course, I never used it. Yeah. The fondue pot went long, was in the garbage. It was never used. Yeah, those were so trendy for a while. They were trendy. This was the 70s. They were, oh very, God, they yeah. were very hot then. In fact, there was a right. fondue restaurant where you went and you did the cheese fondue and then for dessert right. you could have the chocolate fondue. They had like courses of fondues. Sure. So, mm-hmm. But anyway, out of spite, of course, I never used it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year... What'd you do with it? Um... I never used it, and it was orange. You remember when like refrigerators oh, yeah. were orange, oh, yeah, the 70s? and stoves yeah. were orange? Brady Bunch orange. That's right. Which, so, by the way, they still actually uh, they make that uh, that Brady Bunch orange paint. Really? You can still get. It's the called exact, Brady Bunch orange. It's not no. called that, but what it's is it called? called? It's I don't know, but I when they remodeled the Brady Bunch house, or they actually yeah, it's you can it, go look now. They said you can get that still off the shelf, that orange exact same color. Wow, I could like I could repaint I could paint a new fondue pot yeah. to look like my yeah. my Brady Bunch orange fondue pot. Yeah, I never mm-hmm. used it, and it, it I don't know I, it, I I traveled with it like it moved with me a few times, and yeah. I thought I'm never using this fucking thing. Yeah, he's actually still a really good friend of mine. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and, and our kids know each other. And, that's good though. Yeah, it's all really nice. Yeah. Um, Ira, if you're out there, and as a matter of fact, Ira went to camp. Mm. With Donnie Most. Oh, okay. And they hadn't seen each other in. Summer camp? Yeah, yes. And they hadn't seen each other in 50 years. They used to have sleepovers and stuff. Yeah. And I reconnected them about two years ago oh, and wow. they saw each other again, which is uh, really crazy. That's great. Yeah. I know, that's crazy. He's a great guy. Yeah. It's just a bad present. But um, so this year, um, uh, I was asked what I wanted and I, 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 um, I got a piece of exercise equipment and my significant other did not want to get it for me because he, he felt that it was. No, it was, it's very significant. I'll show it to you. Oh, okay. Um, he got me an elliptical, actually. Oh, that's and very it's nice. It's very cool. But he felt like it was like giving me a fondue pot. But it's not at wow. all. It's not at all. It's not at no. all. And I love it. And is, I use it. Is it orange? It's not orange. Good. But maybe we can use that Brady Bunch <laughs> orange paint and yeah. make it orange. That would be fun. So, 
Anyway, so did you get any good, any great Christmas presents? Well, we didn't do an exchange with uh, the siblings this year for the first time, so we just did the parents. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty much about it. Yeah. So I just, I got a shirt, this one from my parents. And That's everything. nice. And I was, I was actually really happy, you know, I was just... I was just glad to be with everybody. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the presents, I, it was very sad for me. You were with your kids. Mm. This was the first year I didn't spend with Samantha mm, uh, for, yeah. for the holidays ever yeah. in her life. And uh, not my life, of course, but her life. And so it was Harry and I. Yeah. And um, for those of you who don't know, on Christmas Eve, Allie Willis passed away. Yeah. And so I had been cooking all day and I got a text from Anson. Anson was here. Were you here for my birthday when Allie was here recently? No, I wasn't. No, you missed that no. one. So Allie was here with Anson and with Lauren Gold. Oh, no, I was here for that one. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's right. I was here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was so memorable. Oh, it was amazing. It was like she was just here, and I was like, what? I know. It was crazy. So Anson texted me and said, I'm so sorry to hear about Allie. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about Allie. And... You know, you don't want to ever read those words because right. it can only mean one thing. Yeah. And so I, I, I literally was sitting at the computer reading it going, no, no, no. And Googled and yeah. there it was, you know, they immediately put it up on yeah. Wikipedia with the end date and it was so shocking. Yeah, because she was so vibrant here. So, and, it just, and then I had dinner with her after that oh. at, at the Talleyrand. We had fried chicken, which as we want to do. And sat and chatted for hours and and uh oh, that's crazy. she just was the most i mean yeah. Allie was ageless mm -hmm. i mean if somebody would have asked me before i saw it on wikipedia i would have no idea I how old she was because no. she wore sneakers she wore fun clothes she she walked with gusto mm. she had so much at great attitude she smoked a lot of pot she ate a lot of great food she liked candy yeah. you know she was just like a fun person and she was so accomplished um, ridiculously accomplished. You know, I, I have no doubt that she would uh, be a recipient of um, uh, um, what is an EGOT, the, the, the Emmy, uh, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, because she already had Grammy, Tony, Emmy, I think. Yeah, I think all she had left to do was, was an Oscar. Yeah. And actually... Um, the last time I saw her when we had dinner, she was telling me about a movie project that was actually in the works. And so she was like on her way. Wow. And, um, and she left um, uh, her partner of 27 years, Prudence Fenton, who is a wonderful woman. They were fabulous together. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, on Allie's own dime, when uh, Mike Nesmith uh, produced Women Who Ride Up at Big Sur right. in, in the Henry Little Library, Allie and Prudence came up on their own dime. Mm -hmm. and. And uh, Allie performed, and I believe it might have been the first time she performed again in a lot of years yeah. because she went from being, um, uh, she sat on the on outside of Motown for like years, just like taking mm -hmm. it all in, all those great things. She grew up in Detroit, and um, she uh, went to New York, and she was like a hatchet girl, yeah, and. Uh, she was doing like copywriting and stuff and then she got a record deal and she did her own album and you know that was short-lived because then she started writing for other people and she had hit after hit September mm -hmm. you know uh, Boogie Wonderland Neutron Dance she had uh, so many hits and um, she was just an amazing woman yeah. and and she did stuff on the internet before anybody else did she like created the first social network with Mark Cuban as her COO mm -hmm. before he was anything right she did Lily Tomlin's website when nobody had a website she yeah. did an interactive one you know she was just amazing an artist she had as bubbles yeah. she did all this great artwork her house is 
on all these magazines because it's filled with kitsch. I mean, she was just, mm -hmm. she did on her own dime this whole thing to try to save Detroit. Mm -hmm. And the video has more voices than any other song in the history of the world. It's like thousands of voices that yeah. are people from Detroit. That's she was like an amazing person. And so the the tragedy of her of her early death is superseded only by the legacy that she leaves. Yeah, absolutely. You know what a I, what a legacy. Yeah. She will live forever in yep. uh in yeah. But but anyway, so that kind of really mm -hmm. Christmas was really not so wonderful. Sure. And um but there was a really joyous uh, celebration the next day. I mean, the funeral mm -hmm. was, but but great. Pamela Adlam, who was uh, was uh, Allie's assistant when, when she was a little girl, young teenager, uh, spoke and she's hysterical. Do you know her? No, she's from she's from Californication and the Louis C.K. Show, and she's got her own show that's been on for years. That's fantastic. Better Days, yeah. an amazing show, and um, really funny people. It was wonderful. Um, Stan Zimmerman, hysterical writer. And Maxine Lapidus, it really a funny funeral, oh. which is what she would have wanted right. and deserved. Right. And they gave out party favors only Allie with her masks with her face on it. Everybody had one of those shower caps, candy. Jeez. You know, it was uh, it was Prudence did it right, yeah. and Allie would have approved of it mm. all. She would have loved it all except the dying part. Mm. And um, uh, and then at, at the at the party at the reception, uh, Mark Shaman played piano. He had flown in for it. And um, Frida Payne sang Band of Gold, mm. and then um, Thelma Houston sang um, Don't Leave Me This Way, and uh, Jennifer Lewis sang Think. It was amazing! That's incredible. So they're still yeah. going to do a big memorial for Allie, and I, can't, I, I can only imagine that mm. Verdine will be there, and Earth, Wind, and Fire will be represented, and I can only imagine yeah. uh, the people that will come out for Allie that day. But um, anyway, mm. um, it, that was kind of a, a yeah. Yeah. Christmas is never going to kind of be the same again. Right. But um, but it was so Harry and I spent it. I did a lot of cooking. Mm. Did you do a lot of eating? Way too much eating. Yeah. Like what's native to like Cleveland? What'd you eat? Pierogies. Pierogies. No, I didn't right. have pierogies. I actually time. like pierogies. I didn't have pierogies. No. Um, my sisters were cooking. Um, What'd you have for Christmas dinner? What did we have? We had beef tips and, you know, but my sister's a really good cook. Mm. So just all Is that traditional? No. 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 She, mix, she mixes it up. Um, and then we had, um, we had um, some type of fireball shots we all had. And, oh. and then, uh, you know, I don't drink that much, but uh, I think I had like five highballs. Ooh. And I was feeling pretty good. And, um, yeah, it was really great. I haven't really had a highball in a while. Yeah, it was delicious. Um, uh, hi, Alan. Alan just joined us. Alan Rich. Alan was there that day at Allie's. Um, hi, Michael. Hi, Sheila. Hi, John. Um, hi, Terry. So tell us what you had for Christmas, for Christmas dinner. I'm curious. So I cooked um, sauce, Italian sauce, um, Ludi, Ludi Junta's Italian sauce that mm -hmm. I've been cooking for 35 years. Hi, Chris. Hi, Uj. I cooked it all day, and Terry and I had that with... Um, my home, Ludi's meatballs mm. and, and sausage yeah. and pasta the first night, and then I made chicken parm the second day because that was his mm. wish. So uh, we did a lot of eating. Yeah. We did a lot of eating. Yeah. We didn't make Christmas cookies this year because we're waiting for Samantha. So we instead broke into a box of seeds that I had bought in somebody else mm. for a gift. And if you're in a, if you're in a place that sells seeds, they sell it in New York now too. Do, Do they, they sell seeds in Cleveland? No. no. They just started selling it in New York, but C's once a year has yeah. these things called double caramels. Mm. 
I told Jeremy Stevens about them yesterday. He ran out and got some, and he wrote and thanked me. It will change your life. Oh. They're they're life changing. They're all gone now. I'm yeah. sorry, you don't get dessert. No, another gun. I could go for dessert. I, yeah. I had I had a lot of garbage too. I had garbage. You know what it is? It's like you, like you're you're eating a little bit of everything, and by the end of the evening, I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then the next day, you do it again. My sister makes these things. It's a, a Macedonian dish where she gets Hungarian peppers and she grills them, and then she takes the skins and the meats off. And then she the skins and the meats off the meats yeah the meat the, meats. the inside okay the meats off the meats That's Italian yeah um, anyway but she purees them and then she has some grilled tomatoes and does the same thing with garlic and some really hot oil and salt and it's the flavor is incredible mm. you just put a whole chunk of it smather it on like Italian bread and you eat it like that and it's so good like mm. it's our family thing mm. and then sometimes we have a a, a shot of Slivovitz. What's but the name this year? It's like 90 proof oh, plum brandy from Yugoslavia, ooh. and it's pretty amazing. So, Oh, um, Trish ate shrimp, salad, sides, and lasagna. I, I had my traditional shrimp too, Trish Ann. Um, I, I mm. always have shrimp cocktail um, yeah. as I'm cooking on Christmas Eve. It's a tradition. It's yeah. big jumbo shrimp. Oh, crispy which, shrimp. Mm. By the way, Costco, my brother-in-law had this, so we had some cocktail sauce. He got cocktail sauce from Costco. It was ridiculous. There was like chunks of horseradish. Well, you know, because I make my own. Oh my God, it was so Did it come hot. like in a jar or in a container? It was like a, a plastic bottle, maybe plastic or glass. It was so hot. I love like, it like that. That's the way I made it. But I mean, like people were like one little thing and that was it. And my daughter, who was 20 years was old. Was it red? Oh yeah. yeah. She took like a piece of bread and scooped it, like had a like a soup and ate the whole thing. And it just didn't faze her. She's... When she was three, my daughter could have an entire teaspoon heaping of wasabi and eat it without water what? or bread. And she was fine when oh, she was Jesus. three. Okay, that's kind of craziness right there. That's but crazy. I made some really hot mm. um, um, cocktail sauce. Because it has really that good. kick and I didn't gone. know that, that Costco made... Costco's really good. I, yeah. I, I approve of Costco. Yeah, I do too. But not the ready-made shrimp because they're mushy. you got to have right. them crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good when they're mushy. So, um, somebody else telling them, uh, Marianne, slow-cooked homemade Polish kielbasa. There you go. Ah, there you go. Um, and homemade vodka, so vodka sauce. You know, would that be considering going out if I had some of your vodka sauce? I wonder, did you get high from that, Yeah, um, maybe Mary it's cooked. It might be cooked off. So. Yeah, I think it probably cooks off. Food, mm. I, don't, I think in food it's kind of allowed. So, um, yeah, it was really weird. For me, it was really weird holidays. Um, there were some really nice parties, which was, which was lovely. Um, before and after, but um, I'm I was ready for the holidays to be over. Oh, but we have to talk about New Year's Eve. So first, tell us a little bit about your New Year's Eve, Pete. Tell them the well, truth. Tell them the truth. The whole story. Okay. It's great. So I was headlining a Ventura Harbor Comedy Club in uh, in Harbor. Ventura Harbor, and uh, <laughs> so the first show was like sold out. It was very vanilla, uh, very very white, um, older crowd. And it was just Okay, so what packed. does older mean? Does that mean my age? No, I'm talking like 85, oh. a lot of like, oh, that's you know, right. and I'm kind of, a, I'm, I'm edgy a bit, and slightly blue, but mm. silly, and very smart and clever, and... Um, if you must say so yourself. Well, that's what I'm told. Okay. That's what my mother says <laughs> when my dad comes out of the bathroom. So uh, anyway, so uh, we show, started the show, the opener went up, you know, everything was going great, and then I went up, got a some great laughs in the beginning, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden this guy in the back just started yelling um, really bizarre stuff. Um, You're not funny. 
and then you know you can't you have to kind of like let it go because if you pick on him too soon then you're the bully and then he's like uh, you're insensitive and then he's uh, you should stick to shower scenes when you're naked because I was a Shawshank in the shower scene and it was just like it was just dicky and the club didn't stop him and it got really uncomfortable and you have to like just talk over it and keep going and then uh, in the end he came up to me and he was just a bully and it was like that's rare that I ever get that sort of thing but it kind of put a damper on the show People still really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, and then the second show, we were about half full, but it was like crazy, nonstop, just laughing over the top. Everybody was so engaging in the show. Oh, so overall, it was a success. It was a lot of fun. So you got a little gift. A little gift to... to I, uh, well, a re- it was nice it didn't go the other way. If right, you would have right, ended right. on that note, it would have been kind of... Exactly. Weird. It was like yeah. a reconfirmation of the way things normally are. Right. Uh, we did the countdown and, you know, it was... It was fun, but in that moment, it's just, it's always challenging. Like, what do you do with this? You can't go after them, but you can't sit still. And it's, it's a, it's a, there's a psychology behind handling it. And I thought it was, it was fine in the end, but still it's like when it's just, it's unfortunate for the rest of the people that are trying to enjoy the show. Um, my, um, my last stand-up experience, uh, which I chronicle in Don't Jump, I don't have a copy of it here, but it's on the back of my card, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and My Fucking Mother. Um, I was dying such a miserable death at the Eastside Comedy Club in, in, on Long Island that um, I never did stand-up again. Yes, that was the end of my stand-up career. Was it? I just, you know, I, it, was, it was brutal. I mean, I, my father was there. My father, yeah. my step, it was the first time my father was seeing me do stand-up. And, you know, I was in my first year. I was yeah. green. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just, I couldn't get, like, all the girls were sitting at the front, like, daring their boyfriends to look at me. Don't you dare look at her. You know, I was 25. <laughs> Don't you dare look at her. Don't you dare. Yeah. You know, it was like one of those things, and they had all the teased tear, and the, the, it was the 80s, and they had all this spray going on, and they mm. were, like, looking at their boy and the boyfriend would like look no and yeah it was oh it was brutal it was just brutal and no one was listening to a word I said they were just yeah. looking at me yeah like what the fuck is a girl doing up there and you don't look fun you don't look like Joan Rivers why are you up there you know because in the 80s in the mid 80s stand-up comics didn't now stand-up comics look like everything but back sure. then stand-up women comics sure. looked like Tony Fields Joan Rivers you know that that was kind of the thing so they weren't used to seeing someone who looked like them up yeah. there. And it was so you like, know the feeling. It was horrible. I never did it again. I was traumatized. I was traumatized. Well, in the 90s, I won this competition to perform uh, for Continental Airlines on four flights. And they were turboprops, so it was like really loud, 40 seat. <laughs> and so you get, to, you get to Cleveland Airport to the gate, and there's a marquee with your headshot appearing this flight. Hey. <laughs> And you, this flight. You're on the tarmac, not even on the ramp, and you run out to this little plane, you get on it, you're with a rep from Continental, she has a little speaker with a microphone, she has to, because <laughs> you can't use the plane's PA, FAA regulations, and um, you get up to altitude, and you've got seven minutes to do a set, and then you land in Detroit, run to the next plane, do the same thing, oh four my times God. in three hours. And my third flight... Is anybody paying attention? Well, the first flight was full. The people in the front, they were laughing. Yeah. But, but the rest, they couldn't hear because the speaker was here. <laughs> so the third flight, we had four people. And one of them was a writer for Just for Laughs comedy magazine. Uh-huh. And um, I said, do I, do I still have to do this? And she said, well, yeah, you have to do it. I'm like... So I'm sitting... <laughs> so I get up. I'm about to do it. They're behind us. She's sitting here. I get up. And uh, literally, I start my first joke, and the plane just drops. And we're all over the place. I mean, literally, my head was hitting the ceiling. 
And so the pilot comes out and we have to strap in. This is very violent turbulence and I get in. I'm literally hitting the wall. I'm hitting her. There are plants behind me. I swear to God, she leans over and goes, if you want to get paid, you have to keep going. <laughs> so I've got the microphone and I'm over the seat doing my set and watching the writer behind me taking notes, shaking. Oh no. And I had to do eight minutes and now he's going to write the story oh, and put God. it up. And it was just horrible. Um, so I got paid and, uh, and he was very generous in his article. Was he? Yeah. And then, and then I was, I was called by Greyhound. So <laughs> no, I wasn't called by Greyhound. I was thinking you say Hertz or Avis. Hertz. Yeah. So that's, that's one of my craziest standups. Wow. Stories. Um, happy new year, Robert. Hi, Peter. Mom, huh? You're calling me mom, Peter. I'm not old enough to be your mom. I'm not quite that old. Hi. Um, who else we got? You know, they went away. Like, I saw the names, and now they're gone. Let's see who's up. Well, I can't tell by this. It's I'm looking at the screens. I don't like to look at the screens when you guys are there, but yeah. it's the only way we can see what you guys are saying, which is kind of nice. Mm. Um, airplane comedy is hilarious, Mary Ellen says. Mm. It's hilarious. hilarious. I think so, too. Hi, Donna. Happy New Year. Hi, Jean. Um, so my, my New Year's mm. was very, very unusual. Yeah. So, um, Ooh. yeah, I'm going to, uh, uh, yes. Oh, I'm going to tell, I, I didn't do this, but I'm, I'm going to tell you guys about, I, I did a little post about it, but I, I oh, want to speak some more. Okay. So, so I wasn't going to be seeing my, my boyfriend on, on New Year's Eve, which was a drag because of geography and everything. So, um, a friend of mine said, Hey, you know, a bunch of us go to this, uh, the self-realization fellowship. And we uh, actually, normally on New Year's Eve, normally, I've been very blessed because of the past eight years, I've spent seven of them at Henry Jaglum's, the director's uh, very fantastic New Year's Eve party, where I have gotten to hang out with Peter Bogdanovich and Richard Benjamin and Paula Prentice and David Steinberg mm, and fun. Sally Kirkland and just fun, 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 fun. Yeah. And a lot of the women who write are there, Harriet Schock, all, all of us who were in Henry's movies, uh, I was in too, but Harriet's been a bunch of them and Andrea and Lorna and we just, it's Terry, we so much fun. And uh, he has a, he would have a psychic and a palm reader and you know, just, very elegant and ring in the new year uh harriet would play and mm -hmm. like andrea Mar martovici would sing yeah. you know old lang Syne. i mean it was crazy stuff he didn't have it this year and it was like oh what do i do now so a friend of mine a sober friend of mine but this was not a sober event though but a lot of uh, but most of us who went together were sober uh we're meeting first at his house and then he got this great chinese feast uh uh boxed up and Drove it out to his girlfriend's mother's house on the, you know, there's a place on the Santa Monica uh, beach there that's called the Gold Coast. On the PC PCH? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but, right. It's, but right there it's called the Palisades something. Okay, right. Palisades Beach Road. Mm -hmm. And we were in that part. So to the left of us was the Santa Monica Pier where they had fireworks going off. And to the right of us was this Palisades Beach Club thing mm. or something which had fireworks right next to us. So we were on the beach. Mm. We ate Chinese food and then we're on the beach and the fireworks are just, you know, just lovely. Didn't expect that. But where we, we so then we all go to the Self-Realization Fellowship. Mm. And it looks, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's white. And yeah. It's I haven't been there, but I've heard it's really lovely. Yeah. And now here's the thing. 
I meditate every day by putting on an app called Calm, and this woman does this guided meditation, and I literally, she starts, and by the time she gets like through, and I do it while I'm laying in bed, I fall asleep about 30 times while she does it. And then finally, before I'm gonna get up, you know, there's a whole part where she, it's just like, mm. first she does guided meditation, then it's mm. So I, I skip past the mm, and I get to the part where she does like the, the daily calm, yeah. like what whatever the intention is of that day. And the, the last time I kind of meditate to her guided meditation. In other words, I'm meditating for about three minutes. Right. So um, how am I going to get through an hour and a half? So this place you go mm-hmm. and you meditate right through New Year's. Mm-hmm. So you don't know when there's no, no countdown. No countdown for the first time in my life. Wow. And at one countdown in my life, 29 years ago, Gabe proposed to me oh, at wow. one. Wow. So countdowns are kind of big mm-hmm. and I'm a New Yorker I mean, we never went to Times Square but you know yeah. we always watch the ball drop don't we watch the ball drop sure, right absolutely. still do yeah yeah and there's always if you're at a, a, a restaurant or a club right. or any a party mm-hmm. there's a countdown no countdown not only was there not a countdown no idea when it was midnight so what happens is we sit down and I'm like how am I gonna get through an hour and a half of meditation because we sat down at like 10 45 how am I going to do this? I can't meditate for like three minutes. Right. You know, I'm thinking what I'm going to eat next. You know, what I'm going to, you know, where I'm going the next day. You know, I'm thinking of everything that, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm concerned about it, but I'm determined. And we're like, a, there's like 12 of us. Yeah. And so um, I end up in the second row sitting behind a woman a little younger than me with a boyfriend who's 30. And it reminded me very much of what I probably looked like a year, you know, for many, because I dated young, I mm-hmm. leaned young for a while. So there they were, right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, do you know? Um, so uh, well, and then there was a celebrity that was part of our group, and his girl, his very young girlfriend. So these two couples were sitting right in front of me, and it turns out silent meditation doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's sitting there going like this the whole mm-hmm. time, because yeah. people were like looking around, you know. But at nobody the was talking. A few, well, these couple, this couple was like kind of whispering. They weren't making noise, but they were communicating quite a bit and kissing and doing, leaning in and doing all that. So I'm watching that going on. Was there music? There was like a, there there was. Like a drone sound? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Not a drone so much, but there was like, it wasn't like, it wasn't annoying, but, but there was music. It wasn't silent yeah but, but it was I wouldn't call it music so much as sounds kind mm-hmm. of um, but they were very consistent yes uh, it was a consistent sound yeah um, and so th- when we first walked in I would say there were maybe 30 people sprinkled about the mm-hmm. thing and the other thing is their chairs I thought I'm gonna bring my yoga mat no you're gonna sit in a chair very uncomfortable chairs they have yeah. a cushion underneath they're very straight back they're not yeah. comfortable so it's kind of hard to kind of get yourself they're probably supposed to be so that you don't fall asleep maybe well uh, okay so (laughs) so i tell the people next to me i had i had my septum done when i broke my nose in my in the car accident and i said if i start making noise just you know so i did like nasal cord i'm like just so um so at so the first like half hour while people are filing in yeah um, there's people are looking around. Not, you know, some people are very seriously meditating. Right. Some people not so serious. Some people are like on their phone, 
couple people mm-hmm. on their phone, a couple people are looking around, a couple of people are communicating together, mm. some people are communicating, and it's getting more and more crowded. And at a certain point, I kind of started to meditate, mm. which kind of probably turned into me falling asleep probably a little bit. Yeah. And all I, was, I, I didn't snore because they didn't wake me up, but I, I did kind of snort when I woke up. <laughs> I was like, and I just started laughing. And so did the, the kid who was sitting there, I went, you're something when I woke up. But as the whole room filled in, now there's 350 people. Mm. Wow. And now we're in like full meditation yeah. mode, right? Because now a guy has gone up to the front and he's telling us what's going to happen. Right. Okay, we're going to meditate for like 20 minutes. Then I'm going to come in. I'm going to do like a guided thing. Then we're going to chant. And we're going to chant for like 10 minutes. And we're going to chant before the new year, like into the new year. Yeah. And then we're going to do this prayer all together of setting intention. Mm. And then we're going to go out and you can have spritzers with your friends if you choose to leave quietly mm-hmm. and spritzers. I figured that's wine and seltzer, sober sure. girl. That's not going to work. Okay, so he tells us what's going to happen. So now in that 20-minute thing, the room is quiet all but for that sound. And all of a sudden, one person is snoring their fucking ass <laughs> off. And, wow. You're like, and nobody's laughing. Right. Nobody's saying anything, but everybody hears it, yeah, you right? Know it, sure. And you're just thinking, that person isn't going to know, but right. everybody around. Right. You're like, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, an old or young, but the people sitting right around that person are all going to be like, For sure. you know, when they wake up, like, would it, that, that would really suck because the whole room heard it, which was And really, then you wake up, Everybody has a look, right? And you're like, what's up? What's up? Nobody else is saying. Because you're word. on a plane. It happens on a plane. You'll be on a plane. Like the whole plane's quiet oh on, a, on, a, on a red eye, and all of a sudden, like one person just starts snoring their ass off. I've done it. It's like the one where your head leans back just enough where you just do a. <laughs> so that's how I woke up. I woke up and went. <laughs> and then your eyes are really big because you're like. Oh, that's what I did. When I did it, I just started <laughs> laughing. And the, and the I was sitting next to my friend's son, yeah. this woman's son, and you know, he, he laughed, I laughed. It was just like just one snort. <laughs> but this other person was just snoring the whole time. So anyway, so then then we we they start to do the oh you know the the om chant, and it's not just om. It turns out it's got like a rhythm, right. and it's got like a three part <laughs> rhythm. But everybody knew it right away. I didn't know it, but you know I could follow along. But like, okay, do I do this out loud? Yeah. Do I just do it in my head? Yeah. Uh, like, is my voice, like I could hear the girl behind me, she sounded really good, but like someone to my left, not so good. Yeah. And I'm like, am I gonna, are they gonna be thinking like, yeah. are they gonna be judging my own sound? It's like we're in an improv class and you have to do sounds and movements yes. and you're so worried about what everybody, cause you're looking at everybody else going, God, that's just stupid what you're doing. <laughs> Like we're judgmental, well, so well, we think. I had my eyes. I had my eyes closed, mm-hmm. and and so I, I went with it, and I was I did the Om chant, and <laughs> I thought I'm gonna have no idea when it's midnight. And at one point, I looked down at my watch because I just had to cheat, and yeah. I looked, and it was twelve oh one, and I thought I did not welcome in the new year with the with the you know like I got through to yeah. the other side, meditating, chanting, and all is still right without with the world. knowing what time it was, and it was fine. Biological clock didn't even say anywhere. Nothing. Well, that's long. It's long gone. That's, there's time been no ran, battery in there. Out, right? Yeah, there's been no battery in that for a long time. But what was interesting, too, is that these thoughts came to me as we were in this chanting state. Like, I actually got into a meditative state maybe for one of the first times in my life. I've only done it twice, maybe really done it a couple times in my life. And the thoughts that were coming into my head were 
really beautiful. I'm, I'm not going to share them. They're very personal, but like this really intense, sensual image. Like I could hear it. I could taste it. I could smell it. I could feel it. It was really intense. Mm. And I thought, wow, that is extraordinary. Yeah. And so then we got to the part where you said, okay, now we're going to do this in intention setting and, you know, may I be, he had us repeat after him. He would say like a sentence, you know, may I be the best person that I can be. May I be kind. May I act in grace, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And, and we all did that. And then he said, okay, now you can quietly, you know, if you choose to file out and have spritzers with your friends mm. in the reception or whatever, if you care to stay and meditate. So, you know, mostly everybody got up to leave and somebody said to me, did you just see Lisa Kudrow walk down there? And I was like, how fucking cool. I yeah. mean, they were like really, you know, the whole room was like a mix of ages, of yeah. of races, of, of um, socioeconomic. Mm -hmm. It was just everything. It was... Just mm -hmm. really, and and as we went into the other room, I didn't even go in the spritzer room. I found out later it was just sparkling cider. Yeah. But I could have had one of those. Sure. I could have had a V8. Right. But um, it ended up, the feeling of having done that mm -hmm. was such like a sane, calm, lovely way to welcome in, you know, this has been such a tumultuous year. Oh, yeah. You know, politically insane just the 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 fires the the murders the deaths the idiot and chief uh, just everything that's uh gone on this year it was so lovely to usher in 2020 which i i have a really good feeling yeah about this coming year yeah, i do too do yeah. you yeah i mean 2019 was the best year i've had in <clears throat> many many years wow okay why is that um, I think because I kind of went through depression a couple of years ago mm -hmm. after my second divorce mm -hmm. and um, I didn't, you know, I wasn't aware of how much it impacted me. Mm -hmm. And then one day I woke up and it was just, it was mm -hmm. bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started to create my world on who I was in my, my mind and I started to work towards that. And I've had some of the best shows I've ever had. My kids for the first time in 10 years came to LA again, which is fabulous. Which is and they're, fabulous. and they're fabulous. Yeah, they're fabulous. And now my son is moving to LA in four weeks. That's so fabulous. I'm not not listening to you. I'm, yeah. I just got distracted because a lot of people just joined us, and I want to say hello to Mike, Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Hi, Linda. Scott. Hey, Scott. I know Scott forever. Hi, Rose. Hi, Jeffrey. Um, that that's really lovely. You know, in some ways, 2019 was really great for me as well. Um, Doing Game Changers with you has been fantastic. We've yeah. been doing it for almost a whole year. Yeah, it's been great. I got a lovely note from Christina Guzman yesterday saying how much um, she loved doing it with me and how much you know how much fun it was. And she mm -hmm. kind of ushered in the beginning of 2018, 19, 19 with me. Um, hi, Christina. And uh, and then we started doing it. And there's been some amazing women who write. We've mm -hmm. had amazing people that we've done on this show. Um, my my personal life has been you know lovely and uh, but I've also gone through transition this year. 2019 was painful in, mm -hmm. in a couple of ways too. Actually, I, I think it was the end of 18, where um, a few significant relationships, friendships, long, decades long friendships fell away. Yeah. And um, it was very painful. Yeah. And um, what's interesting is that um, a couple of people have come back in my life in the last few days. Mm. Um, it, it doesn't, it's not over. 
Right. It ain't over till it's over. No. Sometimes we just need that space to, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like in a relationship. You need the time together and then you need the time apart to mm -hmm. process what happened when you were together. Mm -hmm. So that when you're together again, it just keeps expanding. Yeah, and I think there's also growth that happens. Yeah. And um, a realization for me that um, nothing is personal. Yeah. It's not. It's always the other person's shit. It's always my shit if I'm doing it. It has mm -hmm. nothing to do with you. Whatever I'm doing is my shit. Yep. My history. Uh, and, um, and sometimes uh, being right ends up not being being as important as doing the right thing. It's absolutely correct. And it doesn't, it's not always a realization that I have in the moment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have to reflect on yeah. it. Sometimes other people have to reflect on it. Yeah. All I know is that I don't have the energy to uh, war with anyone, mm. to be at odds with anyone. So I, I have, there is, I can't think of anyone in my life um, with the exception of my first husband mm -hmm. <laughs> that I don't, wouldn't, you know that I don't welcome yeah. back. Yeah, I got that. David, stay away. Um, but but Cinderella, my stepson, is wonderful. Hi, hi, Chris. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, things that seem so important at mm -hmm. the time are so unimportant now. Um, yeah, right. When you can give up the need to be right, mm -hmm. like really give it up. There's this space that opens up, and it's just it's freedom. It is. There's yeah. a great, uh, like, sort of mantra. Um, forgiveness is for me. Forgiveness sets me free. Yeah. What did I hear? Forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds upon the heel that has crushed it. Whoa, wait a minute. I got to think about this. Say that again. Forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds upon the heel that has crushed it. Meaning wow. you've crushed this flower and yet it gives you this fragrance, right? Wow. That's one of my favorite. And then my other favorite uh, quote from Curly from the Three Stooges. Is, <laughs> Which uh, goes beautifully with the yeah, fragrance violet. If, if at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. Oh, That is no. out of the Three Stooges, I swear to God. Hi, David Zimmerman. I love the Three Stooges. Hi, yeah. Michelle. Hi, Rick. Um, I, I, I love the Three Stooges. I yeah. watch plenty of that myself. If anybody has anything they want to share about their New Year's or, or their Christmas, any questions, anything you want to share about what you ate mm. or um, what you did on New Year's Eve. You know, for me too, as a sober woman, it's so interesting. Um, they call In the rooms, they call uh, New Year's Eve amateur night mm. because like we didn't need an excuse to get fucked up and right. you know of but course. like people who like save it up right so that on but people were driving like lunatics last night they, like couldn't stay in their lane right. people like did they really just get drunk on new year's Eve? like what is that yeah i don't yeah i i don't know i don't even understand that i had half a drink and that was it yeah I, yeah, I, I was fine it was I didn't As even opposed to the five highballs on Christmas. Well, this is true. On Saturday night, I didn't have five glasses of champagne. So. Ooh, oh, God. <laughs> I went to the Cleveland Zoo, and it was 30 degrees, and we walked around and saw the lights. They had it all lit up. Oh, nice. And it was beautiful, but it was so cold. And then mm. my friend, she made dinner, and um, her ex My friend, she made dinner? Well, yes. I was staying there. She was taken to the airport. Her ex-husband mm. came over, and she made dinner, and I had champagne. And then I woke up, oh, my God, at 3 in the morning. You know, oh, you're God, so no, gasping. Yeah, no. Well, I was in the bed in the basement, and she had um, a heated mattress cover that was on 492 all night. <laughs> so when I woke up, I was literally like gasping between the alcohol and that. Mm. Oh, good times. I, I don't remember what the 
alcohol. Ah, I, I, yeah. I, I kind of don't remember that, that thing. Which yeah, is I don't, just as I don't well. drink that much anymore, but yeah, so. Well, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was a very interesting, and you know, also was it, I couldn't sleep. I had caffeine at like 5 p.m. So mm. I ended up up until almost five in the morning and the calm that I left the... This um, was last night? Last night. Okay. And the calm that I left the... the it's not an ashram. It's with the fellowship, yeah. whatever, the Realization Fellowship with. Um, kind of stayed with... You know, I, yeah. I kind of had this really... In spite of the caffeine. In spite of the caffeine. Wow. Yeah, the caffeine didn't, didn't mess. I just wasn't able to go to sleep, but I wasn't wired. Sure. I certainly wasn't wired after yeah. an hour and a half of meditation. Right. Um, but it, it was... I, I had this peaceful, easy feeling. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they went to nice. one of those services. But right. I did. I had a very peaceful, easy feeling. And mm-hmm. and I woke up without the weight of the world on my shoulders, mm-hmm. which was really lovely. So I'm going to really recommend very highly... It, look, we don't have to wait till next New Year's Eve yeah. to do something like this. It's yeah. a really beautiful thing to do. I'm sure there are places all over the, the world yeah. where you can go and do these meditations. And I know the... Self-Realization Fellowship is open all the time. Yeah. There's places all over. It's something I want to do more often. It was really... Group meditation is very powerful. Yeah, I've done it. It's very powerful. Wow. And the best part, no app Yeah. and no hecklers. No hecklers. No app and no yeah. hecklers. Although I did listen to my calm this morning. And uh, yeah, again, I listened to it about yeah. 30 times before I got through to the end. My mother used to have, a uh, long time ago, she used to have these cassettes of the ocean that would relax her, you know, her cassette mm-hmm. deck, she would have it next to her pillow, help her relax. Mm-hmm. And so one night she went to bed and the lights are off and my father was still in the bathroom and he comes in and he gets in bed next to her and she's lying there and you hear the, the crashing of the waves and everything, right? Well, my father being the smart ass he is, he had walked in with a, in the dark with a glass of water. Oh. So he, he waits for the waves and he puts his hand in the water and he just flicks her in her face. He goes, what was that? But I was like, what? What's what? My face is what? I don't know. Maybe it's your cassette. It must be your tapes. They're pretty effective. And that's the, that's the kind of stuff my dad does. So. Oh, my God. That's yeah. hysterical. Um, yeah. Calm will give you like fireplace crackling and rain and oceans and stuff. It does all of that. I have... I go to YouTube. You can see the fireplace. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. It's weird. It actually... (laughs) It is calming. It's almost like I'm... Like a real fireplace. I I think it's weird. And it makes you warm. I know. Sometimes when I'm working, I'll play... If it's the wintertime, I'll play like the the crackling fire sound. And it it makes you warm. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so let's talk a little bit before we go about intention setting for the new year. So, nobody's saying anything. Let's see. Does anybody, like, uh, they're just saying hi and stuff and Happy New Year. Nobody's, anybody out there, like, setting any intention for the coming New Year? Pete, what about you? Are you setting any intentions? Did you make any, wait, let's start with this. Did you make any resolutions? I don't make resolutions. Okay. But I create a context of what I'm going to be living in for the year. Mm. So, this is okay, kind so of like, this mean? is the framework. Well, the context that I live in for the year mm-hmm. is to be, um, it's it's like being powerful mm-hmm. it's being contribution it's being fun and it's being massive abundance mm-hmm. so meaning if i'm being that i'm not just looking for that i'm actually a contribution for others to get that from me as well mm-hmm. so um and the more you set up that framework and you're consistent with it the more your life will start to show up like that as opposed to a resolution the the thing about resolutions um, 
Yeah, I historically break my resolutions before you know before it gets to be mm-hmm. one a.m. Yeah. on on New Year's Eve. I didn't make resolutions per se, mm-hmm. but I I have set intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which I think is a little more like Similar what you're talking about. And so for me, um, my, somebody saying, "Rob, hey Vicky and Pete, when I'm relaxing, I like to listen to Native American flute music." Nice. Okay, that's good. That, 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 whatever works, that's good. Um, so. Um, my intention, uh, my intentions moving forward this year, uh, number one is to be fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. I have slacked off from exercise. Yeah. I used to be a daily exercise,r every single day for like thirty years. I did it every day, no matter what. Yeah. But I had it in my apartment in New York. I had a um, an elliptical and I had a a, um, a universal, and I used them. Yeah. And I also went speed walking outside and and. Uh, now I have an elliptical. I have no more excuse. I did get on today, but I had only had what four hours of sleep, yeah, right. and I had to get ready for the show. And I was cooking black eyed peas, so I, I did a very short. I only did a mile today, yeah. but my intention is to get back to what I used to do forty eight yeah. minutes a day. Well, you started, so, and that's the important. Part I of yes, I I had done it for a couple of days mm. before, but this is yeah. really day one of of yeah. moving forward with it. So it's to work out every day. Mm-hmm. To eat with intention. Mm. So I I did do that for a couple weeks before Christmas, yeah. and I lost some weight, and then it was a nice leveler because I gained a few back over Christmas, mm-hmm. New Year's. But that's okay because I'm still less than where I started. Right. But the intention I found that I was eating like two spoons of oat bran for breakfast every morning, and then one meal a day split in two. Mm-hmm. So if I had a sandwich, I'd eat a half for lunch and a half for dinner. Yeah. If I had a plate of food, I was eating half the plate for lunch, half for dinner. And then also that um, intermittent fasting, so basically stopping to eat Mm -hmm. by like 9 p.m. and eating after that, I was not snacking at all. Which is really good, yeah. Which is the secret. Because for me, that's what kills me. So healthy eating, mindful and intentional eating, Mm -hmm. exercise, um, and then going back to a daily practice of writing not just posts on Facebook, no matter how clever they are. (laughs) And addicting. And addicting. Not just my morning pages, Mm -hmm. not just my post in the Women Who Write group page, which by the way, we've started a challenge today on the Women Who Write group page. If you're not on our group page, it's Vicki Abelson's Women Who Write group. Anybody is invited to join. Starting today, day one of our challenge number 84. We've do, been doing this for 84 months. Wow. I don't know how many years that is. It's yeah. a lot of years, right? 12, mm-hmm. How many times is 12 going to 84? It was that eight years? Know, a lot of time. Um, so, yeah, no. no. Seven, I, seven and change or something? I don't know. It's a lot. Something like that, yeah. And um, so this month the focus is um, I welcome blank. And the only suggestion is that um, you write for five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And that you put up one sentence each day, I um, I am willing blank, and you post it on the Women Right group page if you feel so inclined, because I find that being accountable really helps, mm-hmm. because I've been accountable to a woman from my writers group in New York for 6,800, and I think it's 33 days yeah. of everyday writing. You know, it just stops blocks from happening sure, and sure. keeps in flow and all right. of that. But what I did get away from was my creative. I stopped dead on my screenplay when Mm -hmm. my partner and I stopped writing together. I haven't been writing articles. I met someone over the holidays who's going to introduce me to his editor, and I hope I'll start writing articles again. I'm going to do it no matter matter what happens there. I want to get back to my screenplay, Mm -hmm. get back to I'm having lunch with Steve Resnick on Monday. Mm, Nice. Because we're going to try and get Game Changers on 
the radio. Right. Let's go, right? Right. And I just have a few other irons in the fire. I'm doing a little coaching again. And, and um, so my intention is to get back to the things that feed me, mm. that I spent a lot of 2019 being in relationship and experiencing that for the first time in a long time. And I have no regrets about it. But it's time to remember who I am mm -hmm. and to get back to what's important to me and sure. to move my life forward. Yeah. And um, so that's I'm, I'm setting that intention. And the main intention that I'm setting is to be kinder. Um, being of service is always important. Mm -hmm. to, to say yes whenever I'm asked, unless I really can't do something. Right. To just say yes. Um, to be willing to show up for people who need me. Um, who don't ask but who need mm -hmm. uh, to offer um, to be in grace as much as possible and that also means not suffering when somebody when I'm disappointed or hurt mm -hmm. by something that somebody else does it's not about me right they're going through their stuff That's right I don't want to suffer it I don't want to punish anybody for doing what they're doing and it's about really being an acceptance of yeah. people exactly as they are and Take what I like and leave the rest. Yeah. And the biggest thing I've learned. And um, <laughs> I've really gotten into a world of gratitude, like mm -hmm. making my list every day and really being authentically just grateful for things in my life. And I find that the more I do that, the more that shows up. It's I, I love that you said that. I've left that out. I, I check in daily with my sponsor. I send yeah. him a gratitude. But I was also gifted a gratitude journal. Oh. And so I've been writing every day, you know, because I say my gratitude out loud. And mm -hmm. my, that's another thing is prayer and meditation every morning for me. Mm -hmm. And I had stopped getting, you know, I, whenever I break a routine, it's very hard to start again. Yeah. So I usually, for years, get down on my knees every day and, and do my, my, my version of a prayer. It's not a religious prayer. It's a spiritual prayer. Mm -hmm. And uh, do my meditation in bed. But anyway, so I just today the knee thing again for yeah. the first time in a long time and um, so I'm writing it's not just saying my gratitude and sending one thing mm -hmm. to my sponsor now I have a gratitude journal yeah and I've been doing it yeah you know writing everything that comes to mind yeah. and as you said the more grateful I am for what I have the more I get yeah the more the universe it's it's not that I'm doing it to that end I'm not saying my gratitude to get more mm -hmm. I'm saying it because I'm truly grateful yeah. and I want to be in that awareness mm -hmm. um, and not take things for granted yeah. not take people for granted um, not take you for granted Pete um, or you for being there and hi Elle I miss you I love you I can't wait to see you me too um, Elle and I got to uh, to spend some time together over the holidays we were at we were at Allie's we were at the sit and spin mm -hmm. party and and that was lovely to uh, and, and that's another thing I want to do more of oh I just see Eileen was Eileen I thought I saw Eileen's name just now but maybe not I'm hallucinating um, I, I've I've said yes to social things every time they've come up in the last two weeks that's wicked weird because I was avoiding those things yeah I've been going to every party yeah. every get-together every screening I'm just saying yes yeah I'm saying yes yeah you I know it's it. not gonna happen Sitting in my no, that's what well, I was gonna say it's not gonna happen sitting in my living room, but a lot happens sitting in my living room. Happens, yeah, a lot happens here. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm really grateful for all of you. Any any last? Uh... No, I mean I think it's been really it's been a great year working with you, for sure. I've learned a lot. 
I've been allowed to contribute a lot. I've met some amazing people we, that I'm becoming friends with now. Isn't that amazing? And it's just, and there's there's no in order to. All there is is just friendship and love with these people. Wait a minute. What do you mean there's no in order to? It's like I'm not getting connected with them to try and get something oh, I or for them to get something. It's, it's Things may come. You don't know. It really is just about connecting with people who are like-minded, creative, fun, easygoing. Um, yeah. A perfect example of that is last year at NAM. NAM is coming up in, in two weeks. Last year at NAM, I met Lauren Gold, oh, yeah. uh, the keyboard player for The Who. And it was just a very casual meeting. We we really didn't connect. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah. I, I watched him play for a few minutes with some friends, but we really didn't connect. Yeah. And I just said at the time, you know, I'd love to have you on the show, on my show, and blah, blah, blah. And it took some time, but then he did the show in the spring. We mm-hmm. went over to his lovely, beautiful um, house, so amazing house. And since that time, then we got to, to communicate on Instagram, on mm-hmm. Facebook, whatever. Since that time, you and I went and saw The Who. Oh, best concert I have ever seen. Me, like, the, ever. Like, yeah. no shit, not because of Lauren. Pete Townsend is my new guitar guy. I mean, I've always appreciated him, but never liked seeing him live. I mean, Rogers sings as good as he's... It, it was just a mind-blowing, the orchestra, the whole incredible. thing. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Lauren has become... And Lauren has played The Living Room... Um, yeah. Now and and been here and been willing. He's playing again on on January. I want to set and give a shout out for that. Mm-hmm. January thirtieth. Okay, no twenty eighth. So I canceled Women Who Write mm-hmm. on on December seventeenth. You weren't here because yeah. I got bit by a spider in the middle of the night and it, I went to the ER. I've never done that. It was crazy and I really regretted canceling the day. Mm-hmm. I really, but I didn't know what to do at one in the morning. Sure. I didn't know if I was going to be there all night. I didn't know what to do. Right. And I really regretted it because we were going to have this fabulous show. Yeah, that was. It was really heartbreaking, and 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 Isai Morales actually changed a flight at the eleventh hour to get here on time, and I like screwed that whole thing up. Um, Isai was so gracious and so lovely, as was everyone. Mm-hmm. But so on Tuesday, January twenty eighth, it's going to be amazing. Um, Adam Chester will be here. The Elton John, um, uh, Elton John's, uh, uh, yeah. what is he called? His stand-in, stand-in who sure. is Elton at rehearsals and everything, and. Um, also that day, uh, Snuffy and Sarah, mm. who can't, who I canceled on that day. Right. Lauren was supposed to play with Isai. Mm. Lauren will be here with Donnie Most. Donnie Most had canceled. Uh. George Chikaris had canceled. It was a crazy month anyway. Mm. A lot of things were falling. Um, yeah, a January lot of things. January 28th. January 28th. Are you not here that day? I think I am. Okay. <laughs> and um, and I want and I really want to thank Ron Frederick, who's been lovely, and in your absence, he helped me do the show while mm-hmm. you were gone. Yeah. He's been fabulous. Yeah. And Crystal Husband came up and helped, and she's a doll face. And yeah. okay, so Snuffy and Sarah, Adam Chester, Donnie, and and Lauren mm-hmm. are going to be here, and maybe Isai will stop by and do a couple tunes. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be wonderful. And in February, Dee Wallace, the mom from. From ET and ET. Cujo, and nice. she's a spiritual, yeah. and her daughter yeah. is going to be here with her book. And um, I can't remember who the music is, but it's somebody fatty. Yeah. Fabulous things are happening. Would it be cool if Anson was able to come here with Donnie? Well, you know, the thing is, you know, I talked to them a yeah. long time ago. Anson and I were talking about, uh, and like maybe we could call Marion because yeah. she's been here too, yeah. and get them all in the house. But it would be, but you know, the thing is, I don't want. 
ants and you know it's like it's Donnie's show no I got that Don is an unbelievable jazz singer like a fantastic jazz singer and he will do like a really like when Anson came he only sang because I begged him (laughs) to because he's such a good sport such a sweetheart no he did um, Splish Splash oh Splish Splash yeah Yeah. he did Splish Splash and and he was fabulous He, he doesn't he doesn't sing as a vocation anymore yeah Excuse me, but Donnie does. Yeah. And so that'll be a serious step. But yeah, I would love for Anson to show up. Uh, Anson's the best. And actually, mm-hmm. Lauren and I are going to take the train up to Ojai to see Anson, and we're going to have lunch, the oh, three nice. of us. Yeah, oh, so. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be great. And uh, the train was Lauren's idea. So, um, hi, Mike. Um, so, yeah, the 28th, if, if you are in LA, please come to the living room. There's yeah. nothing like being here live for it. You get Penny's Kugel, you get hugs, mm-hmm. you get to like schmooze with the celebrities and get to kiss them and take yeah. pictures with them. It's so fun. And we, we as a group, we sing along. It's it's fantastic. You get to support the artists and buy their CDs. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And um, next week on this show, finally, this third time's the charm, James Gadsden, who is the definitive drummer like it, he's on more recordings than I think any drummer yeah. in the history of the world he's amazing we're going out to his place and um, coming up Leland Sklar said yes he, he will be with us mm. um, Donna Pescow I have to uh, confirm a date with her yeah. um, Bruce Valanche said yes we're going to do that at Ron's house because Bruce wants to do it in Hollywood mm-hmm. and Ron said we could use this place yeah. a lot of great stuff coming up right. so um, um, it's going to be a great year I have a really 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 good feeling about it yep and what makes it this sounds so trite it's gonna make me cry though the fact that you people you people I treasure you people but I but I do and the fact that you show up week after week and month after month and year after year and those of you who tuning in with us for the first time um this is nothing without you. Right. Without you out there interacting with us, even though not one fucking question did you ask. Not, a few people told us what they ate, at least. You know no. why? Why? Because they were so intrigued. Intrigued. With story of life. But it was really lovely to, to yeah. share this time with you. And it was nice for us to have just this time. It's great. To just chat and like make it about us. Because, you know, I used to, when we used to do this show, Louise and I, at the beginning, for years... Um, we would do something at the top before we bring the guest mm-hmm. out. And then like one person said to me, will you bring out the guest already? And I got so paranoid by that yeah. that I stopped doing the up top and just started with the guest. Because right. I thought, people don't want to hear what I have to say. Right. But I kind of like having some time at the beginning to mm-hmm. talk stuff. Which, by the way, leads me to one more really exciting thing. Yeah. A few days ago, um, it was Mike Nesmith's birthday of the Monkees. My very first guest on my very first show when it was The Road Taken on July 12th, uh, 2016, was Mike Nesmith. Yeah. And it was a podcast then, and we did it over the, the inter, you know, the, the, the system. And, um, and that was an edited show. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't live. It was, you know. The system. We did it over the system. The so lab. I wished him a happy birthday. And mentioned on Facebook and mentioned that he was my very first guest on my very first show. And within two minutes, Nez got on the thread and said, let's do it again. I'm game. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? I mean, there's proof. It's on my thread. And then I said, okay, uh, tell me when you're going to be in L.A. Because we're live now. We're video. And he said, well, I've got these new people working for me and this new technology. And we can do it. I said, you mean with me here and you there and Mm -hmm. us here? And... And he said, yeah, let's make it a two-day event. Oh. 
So I said, all right, call me. So it was his birthday. He wasn't going to call me that day, but Nez, I'm waiting to hear from you. Because how exciting would that be? Oh, God. To do great, like a right. two-day event with Mike Nesmith over like Video Ranch or, right. you know, his, you know, Mike was a pioneer. Yeah. He, he um, Elephant Parts, you know, he's, he was, he started MTV, mm-hmm. you know, his show mm-hmm. was really what became MTV and he's, uh, he's a genius. Wow. So um, if anybody can do this, it's going to be Nez. Um, thank you, Trish Ann just said, fantastic show. I love you. Hi, Lauren. Um, so anyway, Pete, thank you for uh, for joining me. Happy, healthy, yep. prosperous, abundant New Year everywhere but my thighs. Yeah. And um, I look forward to many more yep. of these. And thank you all out there for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And and uh, where can they see some stand-up, Pete? Uh, second week of uh, January, I'm at, um, what's the name of the club? It's Downtown Vegas. I'll tell you next time. All right. So, oh, is it the one you were at last time? No, it's a different club. Okay. A different club. And then uh, in what March... What nights are you there? It's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, good. You don't miss Wednesday. And I'll be spending three days writing also with the guy that I coach in Vegas. He owns the club. So we'll be writing together. And then nice. March, I'll be back in Youngstown, Ohio at the Funny Farm. The Funny, funny Farm. Funny Farm. All right. I'm sure yep. there'll be more in between. Yep. All right. Hi, Alan. Um, thank you all for being with us. I wish you a very happy, healthy, prosperous, abundant, not on your thighs, New Year. Sending lots of love and look forward to spending a lot more time with you. And now we have to figure out how to turn off the camera. We can just stay here. <laughs> we can just, we can just, we're just going to stay until the, well, it's not going to run out of juice because we're plugged in. Pete, what do we do? I'm going to go get the camera. Okay. Thanks, Happy New Year. I love you all. Thank you.